Welcome back to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is John, and with me, as always, is Mandy. Say howdy. Hello. And uh, I, I don't know. I feel like doing something that's a little bit off the wall. Let's go ahead and pick a movie just randomly. Oh, let's go ahead and watch Broadcast Signal Intrusion from 2021. I was so excited whenever I found this trailer because I knew that John was going to love it. We, I have a, a particular love for, for records, uh, like radio stations, and VHS. Yes. Although I, I didn't like VHS, the the series, like the the, the, the movie Apparently thing. Apparently there was one really good one, but it's also because it's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's first handicam. person yeah. and it shakes it's, a lot. Yeah. I like it, it. I like it involving, that's why I like The Ring, like, because it involved a VHS. <laughs> you can't have an evil DVD. Like, nobody's going to take that, well, oh, yeah, is it is it evil only in this region? Is it unregion locked? I mean, I, we got to find out where it's at. No, everybody can respect an evil VHS tape. True. Uh, but yes, uh, I was excited about this one too, and uh, it uh, it made me a mite peckish. Uh, so we're going to try to do something a little new where we're introducing either a drink or a food that kind of com combines uh, with this. Because, you know, uh, that's the best of both worlds right there. Like, yes. we love movies and food. But uh, <laughs> And drinks. <laughs> and drinks. But, uh, you know, it, it kind of, kind of what's, what to do with this? Uh, you know, I couldn't, couldn't think of anything until we had ourselves a breakfast signal intrusion where we're going to have waffles but then it intruded what intruded well it would have been chicken chicken and waffles i, I got nothing i know he's trying his best we're, know, gonna, we're gonna have some chicken and waffles we're gonna have some chicken and waffles that's right because uh, you know broadcast signal intrusion breakfast signal intrusion we're pretty excited about it honestly i just love eating breakfast at any point in time it drives john nuts but I'm and really excited that we're getting to do this today. The, the nice thing is, is that we've got uh, even more festive uh, waffles because we couldn't find any of the, you know, look, we're not going to make this stuff from scratch. I'm sorry. I'm not going to go out, work, come back in, wait till late, and then go ahead and make it from scratch. We're going to go ahead and cut corners where we can. So we made this out of, uh, what was it again? It was, it was Funfetti Waffle Mix. <laughs> It's we, so festive. We we ran out of, <laughs> and it's unicorn funfetti waffle mix. Oh, yeah. So it's pink. It's we have pink waffles. Pink. So we're actually going to post a picture. Uh, we're actually going to put our Instagram to uh, to good use finally, now. Yes. Finally, so we're going to actually post a picture where you can you know you can go to our Instagram and find our delicious pink funfetti waffles and chicken strips that we got from. Well, no. So the chicken strips, what you're gonna want to do is go ahead and pull them out, let them uh, cool, like heat up to room temperature. Uh, you're gonna want to go ahead and get uh, a dredging station ready. So you're gonna get some flour. Uh, go ahead and spice that however you want to go ahead and do. Uh, and then go ahead and realize that you don't have enough time for this crap. So you go ahead and put all that away and go to Popeyes. That's that's what we did. So, Literally so went to Popeyes. thanks for Popeyes for you know helping us out with having this. A, a breakfast signal intrusion yeah. before we watch our. <laughs> Broadcast signal please, intrusion. Please sponsor us. But uh, anyways, yeah, sure, <laughs> so uh, we have actually, so let's talk a little bit about the movie. So the director for Broadcast Signal Intrusion is Jacob Gentry. Uh, he is, he actually did 2015's Synchronicity, uh, 2007's The Signal, and 2004's Last Goodbye. Now he seems a little like it's, he's, 
sync uh, synchronicity seems a little funky, but last uh, the the signal also a little bit weird. So I'm I'm hoping he's gonna be able to do a really good job on this one. Synchronicity is one that we watched with uh, Jamie Dorn. New no, that was synchronicity. That was synchronic. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah that was that was a different one. Uh, but you should go back and and check out that episode because that one was a that was a funky movie. But no, this was 2015 synchronicity. Um, we it's coming from the writer director pair of uh, Phil Drinkwater and Tim Woodall. Uh, now, mostly what they've been doing is they've been writing together with shorts, including a short version of Broadcast Signal Intrusion. They also did How to Disappear Completely and Rain on Film. Uh, I think Tim Woodall also did something called HIV the Musical, so that's a lot of fun. Oh. Uh, I, <laughs> this is pretty much their first like feature-length script from what I was seeing. So mm -hmm. this is, this is going to be interesting. Although, I do like it when they do a short version, like a short of the the horror movie well that's how it was with oculus that was the same way that they did it with lights out oh yeah that's yeah. true too yeah so it's it, it's it allows you to do the spookiest part and you can do that and it has the most punch but then you can go ahead and build around so it. do the backstory for it what what caused this spooky little punch to happen so you know that's it's going to be interesting to see if they're able to pull it off uh the other thing that's going to be interesting is to see uh harry shum jr uh it, being the main character, this guy was actually in uh, 2018's Crazy Rich Asians. He was in uh, 2008's Step It Up 2, where he was Cable. Uh, and he's going to be, or is, he is in it because I think it's already come out. But we haven't watched it yet. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's going to be uh, 2022's Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Uh, that's the one with uh, Michelle Yeoh in it. I'm so excited about that one. I, I'm excited about it too. I, Multiverse. I was a big fan of... Uh, the one with Jet Li in it. Oh, Which huge is fan. kind of the same kind of concept, yeah. except, you know, instead of gaining the power of your others, you are living their other lives and gaining their, their other stuff. Which is interesting. It's kind of a little Rick and Morty, you know, all the, yeah, the yeah, I can multiverse, see uh, you know, TV mm -hmm. channel thing. So it'll be interesting to see how he is able to do on this one because, you know, he's... I wonder if it's going to make him physical. Like, if he's going to have to be doing a lot of physicality. Because that's a lot of the stuff that he was doing. He was in Step It Up 2. He was in Step It Up 1. Or it was either that or, like, the update for it. He was also in Glee, which was weird. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of stuff that he's been in. So, I'm, I don't know if he's going to be able to do it. Like, but, hey, you know, I, I want to see him do it. I want to see if he's able to do a horror movie. Because one of the interesting things that I always thought was Joss Whedon would always get comedians to do his dramatic roles and you know whatever you want to say about the guy it's always interesting if you can do dance maybe you could do horror i don't know maybe it's a maybe it's a juxtaposition kind of thing so it'll maybe. be interesting to see what that happened on uh who else is it starring uh it's actually uh has kelly mack in it who is addy from the walking dead um the am archives podcast or i guess she's in that she's in the am uh, archives podcast oh okay okay and then she was uh in 2021 shot in the dark so you know i I guess she's done horror before, at least, so that's good. Uh, we got Chris Sullivan, who is a guy that you'd actually recognize from a lot of different things, because, but he's sometimes, the most famous thing that he was in, you're not going to recognize him as because he was wearing so much makeup, but he is Toby from This Is Us. Uh, he is Benny uh, Hammond from Stranger Things, the shorter to cook guy who feeds Eleven at the very beginning and before he, he gets and shot. And then he gets shot. Uh, but he's most well known to me uh, as Taserface from... <laughs> Guardians, Guardians of the, of the Galaxy. Galaxy 2. Yes. <laughs> I am Taserface. Ah, <laughs> uh, just terrible. 
Uh, we've also got a couple of other people in there. We got Michael B. Woods as the Creeper. He was he was the Creeper in Sinister Two. He's not playing the Creeper in this one, but he may still be a Creeper. We don't know. Uh, and we also got uh, Justin Wellborn, who was uh, Kurt in 2010's The Crazies. Uh, he was also Carl in Justified. Who's the Creeper from Sinister Two? Uh, I think it's just one of the. Uh, it might be Bagul, but I don't think so. No, because they would call him Bagul. Uh, then it was just being a guy being a Creeper. Oh, all right. Yeah, it says the Creeper. The poor guy. I feel bad for him because like most of his stuff is, uh, like the redneck. Yeah, the the redneck or Rod or Jared. You know, it's, it's never or uh, you know at least he was Chauncey the pirate in something. His name was Chauncey. Chauncey the pirate. Uh, so yeah, uh, poor poor bastard and was beard date. Yes. Wow. Yeah, you know what? We're gonna see how he does in this one. Yeah, hopefully he. Hopefully he's a first and last name in this one. Got a got a little bit of love. Hopefully we can hope. Uh, probably not gonna happen, but you know who knows. Hopefully. So, so we're gonna go ahead and pause it here. We're gonna go ahead and uh, watch the movie and eat our food. Uh, hopefully you're eating some stuff too, and if not, then go ahead and go out, join in, get this kind of ASMR thing going on by uh, making yourself some waffles and put some Popeyes on top of it. Give it a try. Yeah, hopefully it'll turn out good. Yeah, and if it doesn't, then uh, you know, let us know. Reach out to us. You know, tell us that it was a horrible idea, or tell us it was the greatest idea, because you know you will. You're gonna eat it. You're gonna be like, oh, that's this was a great idea. Right. And then give us an idea for the next thing. Yep. Because this is hard. Okay, we'll be back. responsible for last night's act of video piracy. This video pirates managed to briefly override broadcast that the incident is now under investigation by the FCC. What was that? That is no concern of yours. What do you know about this? The Sally Sparks incident? Only the creepiest unsolved mystery hack of all time. 15 years later and they still never caught the hackers who pulled it off. Broadcast intrusions are a rare cultural phenomenon. In both intrusions, a woman went missing just prior to the signal being hijacked. Why are you so curious about this? I need to know why. You are out of your depth, my friend. You think there's a pattern? You think the tapes are trying to tell you something? They are. You're not going to find it, though. For some reason, this person wanted to say something to the world, and he chose this medium to do it. Did you hear it? It's Morse code. Say someone did hide a message in those tapes. Do you really want to be the guy to figure out what that means? James, we need to leave. under your skin, doesn't it? And we're back. So, yeah, no, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I, you know, look, I, I, I read through a couple of the reviews, quote-unquote reviews on IMDb, and maybe... I'm just from an older generation where we watched, like, 
interesting, like actual thriller kind of movie. You know, like, do you think nowadays anybody would be able to watch Memento? No. Yeah. See, it's it's that kind of vibe. Like, this is a good, solid movie with a, a very decent mystery, but because it's not hand-holding or constantly... Or constantly explaining. That was the thing. Like, you know, like, I was trying to think of the last, like, set of mystery movies that we've seen. And I, I can't think of one because none of them have been, infect- like, you know, actual, effective you know, mysteries. Well, it's because you can guess what happens. You specifically can well, guess what happens. Yeah, but that's because nine times out of ten, you got a character who's constantly reiterated. Like, so this happened this way. So what you're saying is, you know, that kind of thing. It mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of the 1950s when you would have, like, the the like the B movie where it's like, radiation or, or particles come out of from the, the thing. And, and A-bomb is, is, you know... Something like that, you know. They used to do that all the time on all those those old movies. Yeah. So it kind of reminds me of that, where you had like, you know, just like a mystery where it's like, so what you're saying is, is that he had the blah 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 because they want to show how how cool they are, how like you know the writer is like, look how how interesting I am and smart I am. But this is very much like the Endless or any of the other movies that we've seen recently, where it's it's got a good, solid, interesting. Uh, mystery going Very, on. very interesting. This is definitely not a horror movie per se. There were a lot of scenes that were very... Um, Horrific. Uh, yeah, or at least awkward. off-putting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say awkward, but but definitely it makes your skin crawl. Uh, especially that ending. Yes, exactly. Um, you know, and the thing is, is you know, I, I felt, though, that this one was solid enough to be like, it, it had that, like, constant vibe. You know what it reminded me of was a Hitchcock movie. Uh, very much uh, rear window, that kind of vibe, because mm-hmm. it had or, or the 39 steps or something like that. The one with James Stewart where he like falls down. Uh, maybe that was like, I can't remember the rest of them. But it, it has that vibe mostly because the cinematography as well. You had the guy tilting the angle to show the distress, uh, you know, and, and all this other kind of stuff. It's really interesting. The music is very, it reminds me of like a, a uh, what? what? How did you... Film noir? Yes, yeah. like a film noir movie. Like a, like a gritty like detective jazzy. movie. I, I mean, it was it was fantastic. Like, just everything around this movie was so good. Like, they took time and thought about it. It was it was very well done. It, it reminded me a lot of the Big O, like, soundtrack. That's probably why yeah. I liked it so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm a negotiator in the city of Amnesia. You know, that kind of vibe. <laughs> Which is, is interesting, because the guy starts out, and it's... This is a long movie, so we're gonna we're gonna try to not it's give a, away too much. It's about an hour forty five, um, so so definitely check it out. There's a lot of instances in here where it b- would have behooved them to give you a little bit more information, just because uh, I spent the entire first like third of the movie trying to figure out the time frame. This takes place in 1999. Uh, everything in here is is sorted out into this kind of eleven year time frame between nineteen eighty seven and nineteen ninety nine. Uh, eleven years, I don't, I don't know how twelve years maybe. I don't, meh. but it's um, <laughs> it's it's that period of time because uh, we have several instances uh, that are are crucial to this this you know plot to to go forward. Uh, we do start off uh, in an in archive uh, in a, a dead video vault where we've got a. a character uh we're not introduced to him just yet but we do get to see exactly what he does uh his name is james um and he is a guy who's digitizing uh old video 
Uh, and it's it's got to be broadcast quality because these are giant uh, Betamax kind of things. They're they're or not even Betamax. I don't even know what they called them, but they were the the big thick tapes. They weren't uh, VHS. Yeah. But they were the big tapes that you used for the news. This looks like that's what he's doing, which is taking all of this tape and putting it on the DVD. And while he's doing so, and he's kind of like. Uh, he's, he's, he looks sleepy. He looks bored. He looks like his life is kind of running out. He, everything in this seems gray and he, he gets out of there. He goes home. Uh, he, you know, wakes up and he clocks out for the day. He goes and, uh, he goes to a, um, uh, God, it was, it was a, like a survivor's, like, I, I thought it was for like suicide, but it was like this, you know, kind of support group thing. Uh, he's talking to some guy that he met on a, uh, I guess it's a BBS board, but it's a guy that he found online who wants him to fix a camera and who is very nosy and just wants friends. He, he really does he want really friends. friends. I, I think, I think that's what it comes down to because he's like, Oh man, you're the best. How much do I owe you? And he goes, ah, it's like 50 bucks. He goes, first of all, we talk on these chat rooms and stuff. I can't just, I can't just make people think that I'm taking advantage of my friends, you know. And he's just like, he's got all right, like a hundred, man. Just leave. And he goes, here's five hundred. I'll, I'll do you down for five. Uh, oh, can you? I see your pen. And he like immediately goes into the guy's house and starts fiddling around with all the, he does. the stuff. I was like, come on, man. You can't just walk into a dude's house. Although, you know, it was weird, though. You're checking out James's apartment. Not only does he have the technical equipment and everything like that, but it was the costumes. And I didn't realize where the costumes were coming from for a little bit. And now I realize where they came from. Okay. Do you want me to tell you or do you want me yeah, to hold back? It was his girlfriend's or wife's stuff. All of her, her ballet, uh, like, attire that she would wear. Like, all the costumes for her ballet stuff. Oh, I didn't even see costumes on there. It was, it was like, fluffy stuff. It, one of them looked like a clown suit. That's oh. why I was just like, that's a weird clown suit. Oh, you were, like, really paying oh, yeah. attention. Yeah. I was not even <laughs> so, close so to it's, paying attention. Like, I know. And, and this movie would probably do you really well on, a, on another walkthrough because uh, we don't find out until much later that James is very much mourning the, the disappearance of his... Uh, his wife, uh, because she's gone. She's been gone since 11 1996. We see that as tattooed on his uh, left wrist. Uh, so he's, yeah, we get that vibe because we see that during the uh, the whole uh, uh, support group. I thought it was a suicide support group. It's not. It's uh, just some kind of like missing spouses, people are gone kind of thing. Uh, but he's he's very much like kind of into this, and he does go to sleep and has a dream before he does all this stuff, where he's he sees the mask like right before everything else. He sees the mask is screaming at him. Oh really? I yeah. thought he saw the mask. It, it was when so we, he has a dream sequence where we're seeing a woman running away from him, and it's oh, a very yes. surrealistic kind of vibe. The again cinematography on this thing is amazing. I cannot cannot tell you how badly you need to watch this movie just to i want i want this to be shown in film schools because i see current day like movies and they're boring they're boring to watch like they're not boring to like you know you kind of get on through it but like visually for your just your eyes you're bored 
You see like three panel, it's, it's like one of those three camera setups. You switch over to one person, you switch over to the other person when they're talking. Then you have the two of them talking together and then you switch back to where one of them is talking again. It's that kind of thing. This one has this girl running at you and I swear to God, I thought it was upside down or like, or like it was reversed. Yeah. But it's not, it's just like under cranked. It was so weird. It was weird. It looked like it's it was in slow-mo and backwards. And because she's running at you, too, so and you're upside down, yeah. which was weird. Uh, but, and, you know, that's, it's a visual treat. Uh, so you see that. She runs towards, and then she starts, like, kind of, you know, runs towards a, a kind of a foggy area, starts spasming, and then she turns around and she's the masked uh, yes. thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That, that starts out straight out. So it's it's very you're you're intrigued immediately. You're seeing this guy who has been going through these uh, depressive modes. We we know that he's missing something. Uh, we did see a shadowy figure. I originally thought it was the wife, uh, and he's just like freaking out about kind of just just his his life has no meaning. He's looking for something. He's looking for his his you know significant other lady because we and we know that because he's got a looped video of her. Which is the video was on a cassette, like it was. On, it looked like an audio cassette. It was crazy. It was on a Memorex thing. So I was like, "Oh, hey, I know that." Uh, I also kind of i I thought it was really cute. Uh, the video that they were transferring everything over to was on uh, verbatim DVDs, cute. which I used to have verbatim like all the because they used to sell them in spindles. Yeah, like, I know. Huge I used to have them. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how how much do we want to go into this. I think that we should jump to maybe the main part because okay. it's so thick. Okay. So one of the, we get, you have to watch, you also have to see a couple of things. Maybe that's why people don't get it was because this is based on several different things. Very much that I feel fantastic video from the YouTube. If you want to get creeped out, look that up. It's very creepy. It's called, I feel fantastic. Yeah. And it's actually what, one of the things that this was based on, yes, because it's it's um, based on hijacked uh, broadcast yeah. networks. So, so I it's, mean, it's it's definitely a broadcast signal intrusion, which apparently only happened a couple of times because of the the just immense you know technical stuff you would need to be able to blank out a, a signal. And the and, FBI, you know. Well, I mean, is, it would definitely be the FCC straight out. Uh, but if you did it more than once, I think it was the FBI. Because, you know, they do talk about the FBI over and over again. And I'm like, eh. It reminds me a little bit of, uh, God, what was it? Um, uh, it was Pump Up the Volume when the FCC is, like, chasing down uh, Christian Slater while he's in the, the car. He's like, who am I, Oswald? You know, or something like that. Oh, no, wait, that was uh, that was a line from something else. Never mind. Uh, but he was, he was like, driving around. I was like, what the hell? There's like FCC vans like jumping over things after him. So, uh, I like that. Uh, but yes, uh, this is also, it's, it's a combination of the I Fail Fantastic video from YouTube and an incident that took place in the 80s, uh, which had uh, Max Headroom in it. Uh, some guys dressed up in a Max Headroom mask took over uh, a Chicago uh, like broadcast uh, for a good long while. And I don't think they ever figured out who it was. I don't, or, yeah, uh, I don't think so. Uh, I don't know if it happened multiple times, but I do know that it happened just like, yeah. Uh, so we see this happen because as he's working through the, the, the video archive and he's making videos and making DVDs and all this other kind of stuff, uh, we see that it is uh, a signal interruption where we see this really creepy video of this plastic mannequin robot thing in a weird 
something or other, like making beep boop sounds until it, you know, fades back into the normal show. And it like screams and all kinds of stuff. And it just, it looks like it's a rubber face that is on a head that doesn't look like it's fitting right. It's creepy. It's and it very is, creepy looking. It is the, uh, the one, uh, that he's, it, it's, it's the same mask from the, the dream that he had before he saw that. So mm-hmm. I don't know if maybe you'd seen it somewhere else or, or something. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely on there. It's spooky. Um, then he takes a home, a copy home so he can start kind of checking it out and he's fiddling around with it until it breaks. And then he does the absolute worst job of trying to repair a tape ever. And I, I have snagged so many tapes in so many different VCRs. That is not how you take a tape out. That is not how you do anything with a tape. He, he like literally he was doing it to the point where he was going to screw around with it. Like, he was just like, look, I can make a, you know, if only I had a cat to make even more of a mess of this, you know, you could play around in the filament. I was like, God damn it. That's not how you do that. Uh, I actually do have that in here. Uh, breaks a copy of the video he took home and incorrectly tries to fix it. Um, he then finds out that there was an additional because he's, he's doing some more of the tapes that there was another break in the uh, the broadcast during a episode of Don Kronos, which is clearly a reference to, uh, well, hopefully a reference to Doctor Who, because it's Don Chrono. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, he you know freaks out. He tries to figure out where that tape is of the time frame when that it had actually happened. But he goes back into the archives. He can't find it. It's gone, and he it tries to figure it out he sends a message to the guy i it's really cute for the first half or or maybe third of the movie uh when he's employed uh he's sending notes back and forth to somebody else who works i guess the day shift uh and uh that person's like yeah tried to find it got taken by the fcc 10 years ago drop it keep working on the videos uh you know keep transferring stuff over i was like oh that's kind of cute i like that and he doesn't, and then he gets fired. No, because he keeps he is obsessed about this now because he's he's trying to find out where it was. He calls up like three or four different stations trying to find this, and every time he you know finds it, uh, it turns out that the FCC has uh, acquired the tape, uh, and that whoever's supposed to be dealing with it uh, needs to uh, to like actually send up the uh, the the request to the FBI. Uh, you know, that's been flagged or something like that. And of course, this guy is talking over a payphone, which was another thing where I was just like, uh, this is weird. But apparently that had nothing to do with it being a payphone. It, it, like he, he apparently just really likes payphones. And he's very paranoid. He's already paranoid, which is weird to me. Yeah. Um, we, uh, he, he starts trying to figure out with it. He calls up the Betamax guy. The, uh, the, the guy who, um, he fixed the camera on at the very beginning because he's like, Hey, maybe you've got this. And that guy does show up to his house, has a Betamax, uh, and basically, uh, has the whole tape and everything like that and plays it for him. Uh, we get to see the whole incident. Apparently this is super rare and you only have it if you've watched it. Like if you, if you were watching it and taping it at that point in time, which he was, uh, Betamax guy was a super fan. Um, but he's like, yeah, well, I can't just, you know, give it to you for money. A lot of, there's no money 
in this, is mm-hmm. there? No, it's like all the, exchanges. The the only money that we see that's another thing that happens a lot in mystery shows, like back in the day, was it's never favors. It's yeah, it's favors. It's favors. It's no, no, your money's not good here. You need to do this for me because everything has to be like a. And that happens in books too, where it's you know like you're moving along. Everything that gets moved along happens because somebody is making you do a favor or a, an errand for somebody else. Uh, which he's like, yeah, no, you can go ahead and, you know, give me the tape player that plays the tape of, you know, your wife, the last video that you have of your wife that's on a, a cassette tape, which was weird. But yeah, you can have my my machine for that and uh, the tape, you know, later. Here, you're my friend. You want to hang out? I thought that was funny. Uh, and that's when he goes back to work. He's trying to fa- find out more information. He finds a BBS board. Which I was losing my mind over. I was like, oh my god. They actually have BBS boards. This is crazy. It wasn't even like an Alta Vista group. Like, that's what I was hoping for. So, like, ICQ kind of thing. Yeah. Well, so, I I was super thrown off by the BBS board stuff. Because I had no idea what the hell was going on. So, I got super interested whenever he finally figured out who the heck the F... Or who was working with the FBI through going through all these little chat boards and stuff like that. So, he goes to visit that guy... And that guy's like, sorry, I don't have any information from you. The FBI has all this stuff. So the only thing I can tell you is this one single date, which just so happened to be the same date that... Um, it was the day after his wife, like, poofied. Yes. Yep. So um, it was the last, the last, uh, inter- what do they call it? Interception? What? Intrusion. Intrusion. Um, so it was the last intrusion that they had on file, um, which, like John said, is the day after his wife went missing. Um, every single intrusion that happens, happens the day after a woman goes missing. So now, now he's even more convinced that this has everything to do with his wife's disappearance. And he really wants to find out what the hell's going on. The interesting thing in that whole scene is we have two scenes. We, we have a cut for the doctor. Uh, like when he's, he's looking at the BBS thing, we have a, a like a, a two screen thing. Like it was like a, a, a split screen for it. A split screen? Yeah, because it had like the split screen where he's looking at the BBS thing and it had the uh, the doctor's face. And then it was like, it like faded into him walking towards us with like the wood paneled office. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember how the, everything was wood paneled? Everything. Like it was so wood paneled. I was like, oh my God, this is more wood paneled than a 1980s basement. So much jazz music playing in the background. It was great. So that happens, and then he ends up doing more research. He actually sees... Is this whenever he finds Alice? No, this is... We still haven't gotten to the point where he got fired. Uh, he actually uh, smokes with the, uh, the the grief counselor lady who's, like, really trying to get him. Everything is trying to get him to go away from the trail. Like, including life. Life is trying to get him to stop obsessing by throwing this other lady in his track, uh, like, you know, who is also missing her husband. It's like, hey, there's a work outing. We can go, you know, you could be my plus one. He's just like, I'm still married. And she's like, yeah, so am I. But they're gone. And, you know, we got to live our lives. And he's like, no, no, I got work. I got I got the work. Because it's that's all he's got now. Um uh, he finds a uh, message. Uh, he, he finds the other message. Oh no! He he starts listening in the background, and he finds the message that it's uh, the the whole. Um, uh, I I killed I, them all or something I fixed like. Them. I fixed them all. That's right. 
Uh, so he, he's and he does it in this very like it reminded me a little bit of the scene from The Ring where he's like she's like zipping back and forth and then finds the fly that yeah. comes out of the thing. Uh, so oh, it was very so much cool. like that. It was it was a very but it was the way that he's doing it is like slowly speeding up, slowly backing down. Uh, it's clear that he has become obsessed over this thing, uh, and he's he's just trying to figure it out. Uh, I got goes after the dark. Oh, he starts trying to figure out the dark figure. That's when he goes to uh, PT, whatever the hell's place, I think. Oh, yes. Wherever he finds the, uh, <coughs> it's, it's, shit, what's that word? What did I tell you it was? Uh, anyway, it's a labyrinth. So there, his, his little, his little logo or whatever is actually a labyrinth, which fits in perfectly with this movie because this movie is a straight up labyrinth. Yeah. He does get fired at this point, too, which was cute because the guy, like, the person who fires him says, I'm going to have to let you go because you haven't been doing the videos that you're supposed to be doing. Oh, he also sees the face. That was what he does. He sees the face in the, uh, the so he's got a giant projector. He's got, he's doing frame by frame uh, at work while he should be working. And I'm like, dude, just, you know, put on a tape. It'll be fine. It, you know, it's, it's not, it's a set it and forget it kind of thing. Ron Popeil this crap. But he, he blows up the screen and he starts trying to look. And in the background, he sees a creepy face. Yeah. And that's when he goes to try to find the information broker because that guy reaches out to him, I think? Or... Yes. yes. So so he's actually on those boards yes. or whatever. That... he's on the BBS board. Yes. And so then it go, the screen goes black and it starts typing randomly and uh, very Matrix-y. Yeah, I say, follow the white rabbit uh, yeah. video. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, oh, she also pointed out that they used the wrong version of your. Yes. So the, he, he says, I know what you are looking for. And it's not Y-O-U apostrophe R-E like you are. I know what you are looking for. It's Y-O-U-R. And I work in quality assurance a- analyst. And, <laughs> and I have to, you know, check people's grammar all the time. So that drove, oh, that drove me insane. <laughs> I'm like, no, he did it wrong. Yeah, I, I called that out. So this is when he finds the information broker. The Of course, the information broker is going to give him the FBI information because that guy has all the, the info that, that anybody would ever need. This guy is so skeezy. So weird looking. Uh, but, uh, of course, my friend, you cannot uh, just simply uh, pay me money. These things are, are worth much more than gold in, in this house. You need to give me a favor. I need you to take this package to this address and and, it, and don't look at it. Don't look in the package. It'll be better for you if you don't. And he's just like, uh, oh, okay. We we never. And he does. He we does. Never he found takes out it. What was in that package? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. should have been the phone later. It was. That, that was yeah. that was really cool. So he does. He walks into this weird underpass. Uh, this creepy looking dude. Uh, With huge eyes. Perhaps a creeper. Uh, you might say, or perhaps a redneck. I'm not quite sure. Looked like a, a whole <laughs> bunch of different people that you might see. Hmm. Uh, but he. Uh, he he walks up to him and he takes the package and then he opens the package and, and you know James is like ah eh, screw this noise I'll go ahead and walk away uh, but that's when the the creepy guy pulls the note that's inside of the package out and says this is the guy you're looking for and it's like I was like what and it turns out the creepy guy with the package has been working for eleven years trying to figure out the tapes. And he's like, they're everywhere. You don't understand. You, the women don't mean anything. 
Yeah, it was so it's, creepy. It's it's so cool. That was like a cool little twist that they had on it. And so he's, you know, he's trying to get information. The guy's not giving it to him. He freaks out. He runs away. Uh, he ends up going back to his apartment and... It's broken into. Yeah. But that's where he finds the file, which I, I don't know if we got too much information out of the file. Because we, we see like a lot of like... You know, just notepad and paper and a couple of words and stuff was, like that. But we don't whole, get anything else on yeah, there. Yeah, that's a whole bunch of, like, random shit. Uh, that's when he goes out. He calls the doctor guy again. And, like, he's like, I, I, I got the file, da 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 And the doctor's like, oh, just leave me alone. Uh, but that's when he runs into the shadowy figure that he's been seeing over and over again. Whom I assumed was, like, the guilt feeling that he has over his girlfriend or wife. Uh, it knew. It's not. It's a girl named Alice. It, it is Alice. And she is very oddly placed in the movie. Like, I did not like the way that they introduced her. It reminds me a little of, uh, The Ninth Gate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can see it. You know, if you, you just had that kind of random... Except, like, if you moved the introduction of the blonde lady to, like, the midpoint or past an hour in. Because I think we're past an hour in at this point. Uh, maybe. And, and so she shows up, uh, uh, he, you know, he sees her, he, she's obviously following him. He runs into a bar. She follows him into the bar. They end up taking shots together and then they're super buddy pals. And then he gets sick. They leave. She takes him back to his apartment where he wakes up the next morning and she's looking at all these videos. Like they've been best friends forever. And she knows Morse code and Hey, guess what's in the video? Morse code. And you know, she just so conveniently knows Morse code. So, this is when, um, <laughs> that poor guy, I guess. So the, the point is we're, we are, we see that he has busted up his phone at some point and, uh, <laughs> this guy knocks on his door with a cordless phone in his bathrobe. Like he's pissed off cause he had to wake up and he hands him the, the, the phone and the guy like looks at it for like five seconds. Uh, James looks at it five seconds, looks out his window and sees the creepy guy. Which we don't there. we don't realize that it's the creepy guy. We just know that he sees something outside. Yeah. And then he's he leaves Alice um watching these videos, runs outside, sees the creepy guy. Um and the creepy guy's talking to him and he's like, No, don't trust the girl. Like you, you know, gotta you gotta follow it all the way through. You gotta follow it all the way through. Yeah, and he's like talking to him and he's trying to talk him down because you know, he's crazy. And so Alice realizes that James walked out of the apartment, Alice goes downstairs and this really awesome slow mo scene you can see james trying to talk down the crazy guy alice wondering what the hell's going on and then the crazy guy just goes i guess i just want some fucking sleep i just want some fucking sleep and then he cuts his own throat with a box cutter like just and that's it and so he falls he's obviously dead alice starts freaking out james starts freaking out everybody runs up into the 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 james's apartment james like we gotta go like right now like pack all the stuff you can we gotta go which i love that whole thing because it's like the guy didn't like he didn't do anything you you call the cops and say like there was a crazy guy outside he was yelling for things and i go out there and he killed himself in front of me i don't know what to do at this point uh you know and i think the cops even in the 90s you know late 90s early 2000s would have been like oh that's some shit but this is chicago so you know crap like that happens uh, but no, they uh, they freak out and they drive way the hell out in the middle of nowhere because they're going to go ahead and find the Morse code phone number that Alice found on the uh, the machine that uh, uh, they've got kind of a, a place where it's supposed to be at. Yeah. Uh, so they go out there. 
Which is in a storage unit. Yeah, and it's it's so creepy. It's creepy. So they go into the storage unit, and there is a phone with a answering machine on it. And they call it up, and they hear... uh, They called it earlier, so they hear the same thing. And that's it. Like, they don't take the tape. And I'm like, take the tape, dude. Yeah, take the they, tape. Didn't, they didn't take anything. In we fact, got... what they do is that they, they talk to the guy who owns the storage units. And they're like, hey, give us all the information that you can. Oh, no, I can't. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we're going to leave. And then the phone rings. He answers it. They're walking away to their car. And he says, hey. Oh, sorry about that. I was so rude. Hey, the guy's name is uh, Stephen Miller. Meyer. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, they're just like, what? Oh, okay, we'll go ahead and find Stephen Meyer. And I they, was like, that's not fucking fishy at yeah. all. They go and they uh, they find the P.O. box that everything was listed under. They find Stephen Meyer. They actually find Stephen Meyer, who turns out to be the guy uh, from, who, Stranger, from Things. Stranger Things. Uh, and Fantastic uh, acting on this guy's part. He did a really good job. Because he does this explanation of... Uh, he was a young kid, uh, stuttered. Uh, he... You know, could talk on the, the, the message boards, though, and nobody could tell that he was a stutter, so he would be able to get into to things. And he got really into freaking. Now, I know what freaking is, and maybe this is another... See, I'm, I've got three pieces of information here that maybe normal people don't have, which is the Max Headroom incident that we already know, mm-hmm. the, uh, the I Feel Fantastic video, mm-hmm. and full understanding of what a freaker is. See, I didn't know what a freaker was, so okay. this was new to me. Well, the reason why I know it uh, for two reasons. One uh, is uh, Freaking, uh, the Phantom Freak of 9X from Hackers. We all know that. Oh, uh, yeah. He was the Phantom Freak mm-hmm. with the PH. PH mm-hmm. Freaking. Um, but I also know it because uh, Noah Wiley in Pirates of Silicon Valley. Uh, he was playing Steve Jobs and he uh, was a freaker. They would do uh, the Captain um, Captain Crunch Whistle, where if you, you played the, the tones from the Captain Crunch Whistle, it was the same tones as long distance so you could call people long distance by using one of those whistles ah uh, yeah and that was where freaking or cracking came out of uh. it was before hacking that's uh-huh. how long ago it was <laughs> uh-huh. you, you couldn't you couldn't hack anything there was no no such thing as hacking you were cracking things uh so he has an explanation bunch of rich kids uh, got him set up to do this uh you know whole freaking thing to uh to do the broadcast intrusion they set up three tapes, which even he says three tapes. They keep saying three tapes. And he's like, I don't know where the third tape... I need the third tape. And he's like, you have the tapes. Get out of here. So everybody knows. Because they, they keep hearing stuff upstairs. Oh, yeah. There's like a weird rolling thing. And my... I know that it was supposed... You know, maybe it's his mom in a wheelchair or something like that. But what I really hope it was was one of those little uh, electric balls with the little wobbly thing and the little rat on it. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. They used to have it just like wiggling around on top of there or like yeah. one of those little... The toys? Shit, yeah. Just, just like, yeah, I put that up there just in case people think, you know, I'm not alone in here. Really freaks them out. Uh, but yeah, no, they uh, they freak out. Alice freaks out deep uh, and they leave. They go back to the motel that they've been staying in uh, and they begin to drink. Uh, Alice basically says that, no, I believe that the, the creepy freak guy, uh, was telling us the truth. This is the end of the road. Unfortunately, James does not believe so. And James drank heavily that night. Uh, he has a creepy dream where all the arms with vinyl on them are like reaching out of the bed, grabbing him like, uh, you know, like Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like Ghostbusters. It was creepy. 
Uh, he wakes up and all of his shit is gone. Alice stole all of his stuff, including the v- uh, VHS tapes. <laughs> Bitch. Uh, and then she goes to his house and steals all that shit too. Yeah. Just stole a lot of his shit. Which I get. Is that. Which, duh. He didn't even fucking know her. He didn't know her. No. <laughs> That's I, what it comes down to. He didn't know her. My assumption at this point is that she was doing that on purpose. And well, she was. Well, as. He is like searching through all of his stuff. He realized, oh, and she stole the Hannah tape. Yeah. Dick. Uh, but you know what he, he does find? The is, Hannah recital of 1996. Which, to my understanding, the way that I put this together was, was this either happened the day before she disappeared or it happened the day before that. Because she was everything that she was doing beforehand was like kind of training herself and doing all the weird things that she was, you know, like a ballet dancer would do. So it is a cable access tape. It's a tape for cable access and puts it on and it's Hannah doing the ballet. And then it has the signal intrusion. Like everybody has been telling him that it would have the, the whole thing was the Dr. Lithgow who talked to him at the very beginning said each incident happened in a smaller and smaller area, which would be the cable axis would be even smaller than a, a national affiliate. And that gives us, you know, the video that we're seeing. He is so freaked out that he rewires his phone together, calls up uh, the doctor, but then it turns out that maybe he wasn't talking to the doctor and maybe his insanity has reached peak levels. Uh, but it's at this point. Uh, I think he was talking to the doctor yeah. and then somebody was listening in and then oh, they cut off the conversation. They cut off the conversation. Okay. I, I don't know. I like both kind of answers. That, that sounds good. The, the paranoia is just that deep. Uh, that's when he realizes that during one of the clips, we see a very specific signpost and, and house. So he drives out there. He finds it. He fucking finds it. He and finds like, it. Easily. So he finds it. He goes in. He hears He hears this creepy music, right? So he's going around, looking around, shuts off the music, Has finds a hammer, right? He has a hammer. I love how... He, so he walks in. He finds a small hammer. He walks about three feet, finds a bigger hammer, so he swaps those <laughs> out. He goes into a, uh, a, a room where there's a big dog cage. Like with no dog. But with no, no dog. dogs. But you know why, right? Yeah, because that's where he was keeping the ladies. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. That's like, what I think. Either that or he's just a weird creepo. He will uh, he's still a weird creepo regardless. Yeah. And I guess he had the videos. Did he have the videos? He had to have had the videos then, right? No. Because he's like holding the videos. Uh, like when he oh, starts yes. yelling at him, yes, he's yes. got to have the videos. Yeah, yeah. Because we find uh, this very distinctive hat that Alice was wearing this entire time. So we know that she's in on it. Um, and then he walks out, like knowing that all of this has happened, he's freaking out. And then he looks up and there's a guy who in the last, in one of the scenes of the, the last video that he saw had a particular scar. And of course this guy is holding out a beer can showing off that particular scar. And he loses his fucking mind. He beats the living shit out of him like, too. Like it's, it's so fantastic. Like he like, just drags his ass across the floor and the guy's like, Wah! and he's like, Wah! and they're both like, like wrestling with each other and stuff. And the, he's like, the best part about this is there was no quick cuts. There was no shaky cam fighting thing. What they did was they filmed it from the other room. So all of this stuff that we're seeing is happening through the door, jam. through the door. So we're seeing that, like, and they're being able to, every time there's something kind of difficult to happen, uh, they get moved off screen. And I loved it. 
I was like, that's amazing. That's it's so cheap and effective because all you see is somebody getting pulled off to the side and screaming. Yeah. And that's all he can do. He's like, ah. He's like, no, no, no. It was great. It was great. And then you hear, bam. And then. And then <laughs> that's why he, you're like, oh shit, he killed him, but he, he doesn't kill him. He walks because he, he walks back into the room, grabs the hammer, and then walks back out. And I'm like, don't beat my ass, <laughs> don't beat my ass, Dad, don't beat my ass. Don't but he does ass. it. He breaks his arm, and then he throws his ass into the dog, the giant dog crate. So the guy's yelling at him, right? And it's obvious, like it seems like there's something wrong, right? Not not like mentally with like this guy, mentally, like mentally, you he's, know, like he's. he's Either got some kind of deficiency or that maybe he's got a, a particular uh, diagnosis or something like that. Because the way that he is he's talking, every now and then something happens. But he's also very fixated on the fact that this guy's not a cop. Then he's also trying... The the, the cadence and the, the way that he's talking is very odd. He starts doing uh, different things on there. It's, it With his hands? Like, he's... He, he... It's just it's he seems interesting. very simple. It's interesting. The interesting thing is, though, we have that whole part. None of this is getting through. Like he is not stopping. Like James is not having any of this crap. He's like, whatever, man. Like you, you did this. You did this. And the guy's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I, my arm hurts. I need to go to the hospital. You're not a co-op. Uh, and I'm like, you need to understand he's not a cop like if you're faking this which i guess that was what he was trying to do because we hear something a little bit later on yeah uh but uh yeah he's he's not a cop that's even scarier so so he actually so what he ends up doing is that he ends up um grabbing the guy he's like show me where show me where that you you put the room where's the set yeah where's the the set because the, the entire thing they figured out was that the room that was in the video was a movie set more or less they had lights and lighting and all the other stuff it was the wrong uh shape and size for everything so they built a room inside of a room yeah which made the person who was in the thing look huge anyway so he's like where is it well he takes him to it he takes him to this place wherever the set is all broken up into pieces and stuff like that (coughs) And, and um yeah they put it all back together uh and he finds the creepy masks too and uh he's he it's so creepy. So we, we we see that part of the set is recomplete. It's like put back together. Uh, we see James writing on something. There's big floodlights and everything like that, and the, a camera and a VHS like setup. So he's doing like a little camcorder on there. Uh, and uh, <laughs> the guy is fighting him, and you feel bad for the guy. Like you you believe I, that he's maybe he's not. The, the person, person who did it, yeah. Because he's like, when is dad going to come home? When is dad going to come home? Mr. And he's, dad and you feel me. for this person. Like, oh my God, what if he's not, what if he, what if there is something, you know, like he's, he's. Maybe he's just a innocent, you know. You know, he's innocent in all this. this. Yeah. Like what, what happens? And then, you know, cause you know, Alice is in, is in on it. Well, so he's like, no, you need to read what I, read what I wrote, read what I said. And then. You know, and he puts the mask, the rubber mask on him, which is already creepy enough. Yeah. And it's like split off to one side. It's it's what you see in the trailer. And he goes like, oh, uh, my name is Michael Garden. No, no, I don't want to read it. He's like, no, you have to read it. You have to read it. It's the only way. And he's like, no, what's it? He's like, you know, it's the only way to finish this. And he's like, you promise? And he's like, yes, I promise. And then the guy goes, 
my name is Michael Gardner. I did this da 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 da. And he like he completely affectless. It like like eerie because it, he's doing oh it with the God. mask on. Because he's uh. he's gone from this emotional wreck, spitting and drooling and like twitching and holding his arms out this weird way, to cold, straight cold as ice. And oh gosh, it is so jarring. <laughs> like even what did you say? You were like holy shit. Like. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was just such a, oh gosh, it was just such a change. It was fantastic acting. Like, it was so really good. well done. It was jarring, like memorable. It was so good. Anyways, like, that's what I imagine every killer to be like, yeah. just like that. Did it Did it immediately cut to the, the ground after yes. that? Yes. And it immediately, yeah. So it immediately cuts as soon as that happens to uh, James burying, burying him. something. Yeah. He's burying him. Like, he killed him. Yep. With the hammer. Yep. Then we have a really interesting part that happens right after that, which kind of screws with everything. We also, I think they had some of the sound effects from I Feel Fantastic out on there. So, you know, we're going to hold off on that part. Because that uh, part yeah. really has nothing to do with the story. Yeah. <laughs> it, it kind of, this is, we get an ending at this point, which was very, very interesting. Uh, and and I that's the end of the movie. Uh, I thought it was great. I I don't understand for the life of me. We had I was looking at people like oh, it's boring. Oh, I didn't did it. I don't think they understood it. They didn't understand the movie. That's the I, whole. That's the whole thing. I, I don't think they had the, the the references, and I don't think they had the capability of understanding it in the first place. It's hard. It, this is a hard movie to understand. If but, I didn't have John here to under like to explain yeah. some of the things, I would not have gotten it. See, this is like this isn't like. Um, was it I was here or Jack was here or something like that? Remember that one? Oh, uh, Jack was here. Something like Some, that. Something like yeah, that, yeah. Was, we, we watched it. It's one of our previous episodes. You could find it on here. Um, but it wasn't like that where I needed to know what was going on, like, or or like it had something to do with the Nemesis Star and all that other kind of stuff. Like I needed to read a Reddit beforehand. This also wasn't like it follows where. People are trying to pretend like it was, you know, all of these background things and there were feelings. There is a clear understanding throughput for this. You just have to have the correct references. And it just has to be a zeitgeist thing, I think. Uh, you have to know about, you know, broadcast signals. You have to understand how TV worked. It's, it's hard to understand doing this now. Like, could you imagine, like, a, a VHS or a YouTube video, like, something, like, just going viral or breaking into anything? Ugh. You can't. Yeah. You can't think of anything that would, would come up on there except for, like, a maybe a massive hack. But even that would have a little <laughs> bit, like, the amount of, of effort and stuff to go into it. Uh, and it would last a lot longer. You wouldn't have just this, like, fade in of, of a Max Headroom bouncing around and then fading back out into whatever else you were playing. Yeah. I mean, it was... It's... it's <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. It's uh, it's just like you have to have that. And without it, I can see you having a problem. But this wasn't boring. The, the, uh, the you know, the tilts, the angles, everything that was going on. The lighting was, was amazing. The music. The music, the scenery. Everything in this movie was well done and well crafted. Uh, so I enjoyed the hell out of it. I can definitely see even, especially with the last part, the last bit is very jarring and I could see people being very confused, like, or if they're not being able to, to kind of catch up on everything that you wouldn't be able to see this. But if you've seen the ninth gate, if you've seen, 
of how like Chinatown. If you've seen those kind of of very you know mystery focused memento, if you've seen those kind of movies, you'd definitely be able to pick up and understand this movie. Yeah. Like, well, what are you gonna give it? Uh, I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten. What really? I'm gonna give this a ten. Our out of 10. first ten out of ten. I. Is it our I, first? Uh, no, no. It's it's. We've had 10 out of 10s all over the place. Remember, we've oh, given they 10 were out of like, 10s. Yeah, that's true. They were like OGs. Yeah, but see, I'm going to give this a 10 out of 10. Uh, and not just because I really think that everybody needs to watch this one. is The craftsmanship <laughs> that was put into this was amazing. There was work. There was... The, and there was none of this bullshit padding. You know, this is, this is the exact opposite of It Follows. <laughs> this is it's good music, good acting, good story, and it kept to its rules. Absolutely, the whole thing had one set of rules, and it followed it all the way down. There was no weird, like, laser beam from the sky. There was no, oh, maybe the bad guy is sometimes wearing this and sometimes not wearing this. It was focused, it was straight on, and it worked. And it, it deserves a 10 out of 10. It, will I feel this way, you know, six, seven months from now? Probably not. But I really enjoy it. And as soon as I can find it uh, as like a, a, a solid... like Oh, a, we're going to buy it on yeah, Blu-ray. Yeah, I'm going to buy it on Blu-ray. Because this is definitely a physical copy. Having and, and kudos to everybody involved in this. There was enough people who did like a really good job. I'm surprised that the guys who did the shorts were able to do this. Because this is not an easy movie to... To have put together the way it is. Mm-hmm. I've seen like blockbusters w- that have been written shittier than this. Like, I, you know, like, and that had like 16 writers paying attention to it. had like four continuity people. You know, this one had to have been difficult and it was great. It was well done. Heck yeah, it was. What are you going to give it? Oh, I'm actually going to give it a 10 out of 10 also. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the music alone, you know, I'm a huge music person. Like, music will make or break a movie and. The music in this one was just fantastic. The acting in it, so many of the people that were <clears throat> that were in it, the actors, everything. I wasn't a huge fan of Alice still. I think it was kind of odd, her, her whole thing. But everybody else in it, though, was fantastic. All of the acting, the, the main guy, whether he's an awesome dancer and an actor, like kudos to him because he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, I just really, really loved it. Yeah, I loved... It wasn't really physical in this movie. I'm just now thinking about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nine out of ten. Sorry, you didn't. I get it. I didn't get any dancing. I'm. I'm done. Da- sure, you, you did. Whatever they were fighting, that was dancing. Uh, whatever. It counts. Uh, whatever. We're keeping your ten out of ten. Bare, be, just skinny <clears throat> your teeth. Just right there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, ten out of ten. Barely. Ten out of ten for me. So uh, nine point nine nine three. No, I'll give you a 10. We'll round it up. Well, so what about you? Have you seen this movie? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Hopefully you like it. Hopefully you get it a 10 out of 10. If you do, then reach out to us at uh, esat3am.com or our email esat3am at gmail.com or Twitter and Facebook at... And Instagram at esat3am. Yep. Uh, You'll get some lovely photos of some... Very delicious, uh, funfetti pink, chicken and waffles. Pink waffles and chicken. Or uh, reach out to us. Uh, leave us a voicemail. Anchor.fm forward slash everything scary at 3 a.m. I threw it off, huh? Because I didn't let you do it this time. No, I, I was fine. You didn't let me do it last time oh. either, I don't think. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah. So uh, we will see you guys soon. If you have any other recipes or anything else like that to throw at us for our next movie, then just let us know. Or if yeah. you have any suggestions. 
You got any suggestions? Let us know. And if you uh, you have a suggestion for a movie, uh, try to pair it with something, because that'll be awesome, too. <laughs> yeah, preferably a nice wine. Anyways, we'll see you soon. Would you Would you need a... Are, are horror movies like red wine? Kind of like... I would think you need it to do depends. a little claret? A little port? Is it maybe an after-dinner wine? What if it's like... After dinner I movie? think this is like a stew. Like what? Like a like a thick, heavy dinner? So I guess a red? Like a, like oh, a steak? It, it, well, depend, well, if it's a steak, then it's, it's definitely got to be red. I mean, it's definitely... This is not a chicken. This is not a white wine. But, but like the... I mean, the, maybe maybe like a muscat. Maybe rosé. Maybe just a little... Little something no, light for no, no, that's that's no, candy. That's like heavy? a candy okay. movie. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll about figure it out. Anyways, yeah. See you soon. Later. Bye.